draws all the way, draws all the way, you can't stop it. Put the line back up, pop it up, pull and throw it. One time a day, draws all the way, draws all Hey, Murphy! Well, I'm out of breath already, and that was the literally the first second of the intro. How about them apples? All right, I'm Murph. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned into Self Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years, and enlightened by my special guests. <laughs> and today, there will be no enlightenment. That's right, it's an unenlightened solo episode, just going to be me ranting and raving and pissing into the wind, because there's a, a topic specifically that has come up here that I wanted to address from a personal standpoint, and of course, you know, go from the micro to the macro, uh, and talk about it uh, on, a, on a large scale, and uh, it's something that I've, I've brought up a few times, you know, uh, for, for listeners who, who consistently tune into the program, you've heard me, I'm sure, mention it in passing here and there, but basically, this is, uh, this is about the Adderall shortage, this episode in particular, and I just want to say right at the top, please... Forgive me if I'm a little punchy uh, for a few reasons. Uh, number one, it is uh, 101 degrees today as I record this episode at this very moment. I'm looking at the thermometer. I mean, I'm indoors, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the with no AC or fans because those will interfere with the sound. You got to have good sound, you see. When, you, when you're recording here, you can't have all these, these bells and whistles on. Uh, but anyhow... I'm looking at the thermometer outside. It's 101 degrees Fahrenheit in sunny Portland, Oregon. So, uh, you know, you might hear a little bit of, uh, of, of, of brow sweat flinging and flying off and splashing around on the microphone there. I might get a little out of breath and I might be my, my stream of consciousness. Uh, my neurons, my brain stems might be flying around in all different directions because I myself as we get back to today's topic, the Adderall shortage, I do not have my medication. I have been prescribed Adderall personally uh, for uh, for over a decade, about 12, I don't know, maybe 13 years now. Uh, but I, I, I am also been affected by this goddamn shortage uh, that I even question the, the term uh, shortage because we'll get into it. But let's just say for now, as, as, as it stands, the, the topic of today's episode that I've had so many listeners, uh, I mean, dozens of, of people slide into my DMs over the last few months. Uh, and, and in fact, since, since uh, October of last year, October of 2022, this shortage was officially named. I know uh, folks who've been telling me even well before that, that they, they've had problems getting their prescriptions filled. Um, part of that is stigma and part of that is now, uh, that the, uh, the FDA announced officially back in October of 2022, that there was an Adderall shortage, a shortage of the, of the medication, the ADHD medication Adderall, uh, in a lot of different forms, you know, different milligrams, uh, immediate release, extended release, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, bear with me if I'm, if I'm a little all over the place, like I said, uh, it's 101 degrees and I got no stimulants from a brain. Uh, I took a drink about half a monster energy. I fucking puked in my own mouth. I took a dump and I said, I can't even finish this garbage. Uh, and so now here I am on the mic. Uh, so, you know, again, forgive me if, if, if we're all a little all over the place, but, uh, you know, I'm going to try to keep the train on the tracks for this solo episode, uh, as we dive into this, uh, and I want to thank the listeners 
so much. First of all, just support your support, you know, every week of just listening, chiming in. Uh, like I said, people sliding into the DMs. Uh, I've got a bunch of them specifically, you know, saying, hey, Murph, you know, in passing, you said this or that about the, the Adderall shortage. What do you really think about it? Uh, what What's, you know, you know, you, you like to take it a few layers deep, sometimes way down the rabbit hole. Uh, so careful what you wish for, listeners. Um, but, uh, you know, people said, I, I, I've been experiencing this myself. And, uh, you know, depending on where you are in the, in the country, this is a state-by-state thing. Uh, and, hey, listen, supply chains, we know they're so delicate and, and uh, you know, they're, they're so complex, be impossible to understand. Uh, but as we've seen, some things have no problem, uh, you know, flying around the country. Other things sometimes are there's shortages. It's it's uh, it's very interesting to see what's uh, what's available at any hours at, at all hours. And what's uh, and all of, then all of a sudden what, uh, you know, you, you turn on the faucet. and There's nothing coming out. Um, anyhow, uh, people, uh, I just got two emails uh, this morning that I, that I, that I, that I opened up uh, and uh, one of them was wonderful. Uh, you know, I get some trolls, uh, people who listen to the program and they, you know, as anyone who speaks publicly into a microphone, flings things out there into the world, you know, you're going to get trolls and God bless them. I love the trolls. I appreciate trolls because just like with anything, you need the yin and the yang. You need to say, well, if there's something, you know, beautiful, uh, in the world, there's gotta be something hideous in the world. And I don't even, it's not even saying trolls are necessarily hideous. I'm just saying the juxtaposition between people who push back and want honest discourse and trolls. You need those two things side by side to to have to, to to have something to to uh, you know to to compare it to, uh, so I love people who do genuinely push back a little bit. So please, you know, write in if you want to say, hey, let's uh, powder this guy's little bottom and tell him he's doing a great job. Hey, you're funny. I love listening to you. Uh, you know, hemming and hawing all day. On, on, great job. Keep it up. I agree with everything you say. But I also love people dialing in four four three MK Ultra. Uh, selfmedicatedpod at gmail.com at Murph Meyer on Instagram I'm plugging all these for the only for the purpose of follow don't follow whatever the fuck hit me up if you want to if you want to chat about things you want to push back about something as well I like that I like discourse so if you disagree and you want to say what the fuck are you talking about man this is this there's this what about this what about that love it love it and I'd love for people to come on the program who disagree with me I'm having a harder time getting some of those people Lucas Manfield I'm uh, look, looking directly at you uh, writer for uh, Willamette Week, uh, who I'd love to, to have on to, to for a little bit of a debate. Pardon me, just flinging my arms around, banging the microphone. Maybe some sweat. That maybe that was sweat that hit the mic. Like I said, it's one oh one. anyhow, uh, the Adderall shortage here. Uh, so people uh, sent me some emails, some great ones. One of them had had uh, two dozen or more, but thirty some links to articles they sent me. So perhaps they their Adderall uh, is not in shortage. Whoever sent me this email, uh, because they, they they had some great uh, links here that that I was able to pull up. They did my research for me on this one, uh, and you know I've been I've been peeping. Of course, uh, it's been in the news. But as we as we know, as I always say with the substance report, I'm not even going to play the sound effect. This is a solo episode. Whatever the hell, I'm just it's just me going here. Uh, but you know, the substance report's a segment I love to do on my program where I talk about uh, you know the mainstream media's narrative on substance use is trash. It always has been and, and, and likely always will be uh, when you talk about the the, uh, you know, corporate owned media here. Uh, and so they've been talking a little bit about the Adderall shortage. But of course, the framing is always wonky. The framing is terrible. You look up at the wall, you say, what's this article? What's this? What's this piece of journalism here hanging in this frame? Well, this frame is upside down, for Christ's sake. So we like to we like to reframe these a little bit here and say, like, well, what's really going on? 
Uh, so I don't know if you've heard this, if, 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 if you are someone who's prescribed Adderall and you, and, or any uh, ADHD medications, uh, Viennese, Ritalin, uh, there's others uh, out there, um, you know, you, you've likely experienced this yourself. But even if not, you, you may very well have heard about this Adderall shortage in, uh, in the old USA here. Uh, and so back in October 2022, they officially called it. Now, what's, what, what, where I'll start here, there's, there's a few elements here. But where I just want to start, just, just, to, just to be clear of where I stand on this as a shortage, because these, these are the questions, um, again, I, you know, I'm, I'm off my meds. So, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm desperately, I've got some notes here and some things I want to hit uh, to get through. Uh, so, you know, let, let's keep this on the, on the tracks to start. I would just like to say, make my comparisons here to, from the Adderall shortage to the opioid epidemic, uh, because of course the two are intertwined in, in some ways. Now, when I use the language here that I'm going to use of the mainstream media to talk about these things, uh, they're going to, you, you know, you're going to hear things like, um, legitimate prescriptions. You're going to hear things like, uh, these, these, these meds were overprescribed, uh, you know, you, you'll hear stuff like that. Now, I, my personal uh, thoughts, you know, if you're a regular listener of the program, you, you've heard this nine million fucking times. So pardon me, but I'm hoping maybe we're getting new listeners. It looks like from the old analytics here, we got some new, new, new people tuning in. So if you're not aware of where I stand on this, it's like, look, man, you know, let us take our drugs. Everybody should be taking our drugs. We're talking about adults. Now, the, the over prescribing again, using their language. Of, uh, of, of medications potentially for children at young ages rather than other interventions. That's another issue entirely. Uh, and that's up to, 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 to the parents, of course. But if you're talking about people pushing that on, on, on people, I would only just say this. You've got us on a capitalist death march, okay? You've shoved us into these boxes from the time we show up at your public schools in fucking kindergarten, first grade, whatever. You show up in the schools, you've got us on a capitalist death march, which continues on until we die at the end of the death march. We produce, we consume, we produce for you, you exploit our labor, we consume, 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 and die. That's your game plan for us. And by your, I mean the elites, the 1%, and by us, I mean us. Now, if that sounds too, oh my God, here we go with this again. It's just the truth. Forget the politics of it. I think no matter where you fall in the political spectrum, that's just true. And I think we all we've all arrived at that conclusion, I think. So that's not, you know, no hot takes there. But I'm just saying, if that's the case, then Jesus Christ almighty, let us do the drugs we need to do on the death march that you have us on here. Uh, and whether that's ups, downs, lefts, rights, wherever we whatever pills we need to take, whatever powders and pills and, and liquids Whatever sort of substances, chemically, we need to get through this, goddammit, just let us have them. You know, is that too much to ask? Oh, my word. You know, so but you got a medal. They got a medal. Uh, because, of course, there's people who are, you know, the profiteers here are, are, are your, you know, your big pharma and, and then your middlemen as, the, as your CVS, your Walgreens, your Rite Aids, your Walmart pharmacy, all that shit. So it's your, your middlemen and, you know, your, 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 your kingpins. Your Sacklers, your Purdue Pharma's, then you got your, you know, your, your middlemen as the pharmacists who are shilling them out. So we watched what happened with the opioid epidemic. We just saw this play out. In that case, it was, again, overprescribed. Doctors were overprescribing. Uh, I don't give a shit whether you're taking them on label or off label. I mean, look, people who know me, I'll take on off every which way. 
you know, I'll pop pills uh, I found in sofa cushions or, you know, under the, 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 the bench in a subway car. You know, look, I'll, I'll pop pills from wherever they come from. I'm an experimental fellow. That's neither here nor there. Uh, but my point is, I don't give a fuck whether you are prescribed or you're not prescribed. It. The prescribing process to me is just is absurd in general, especially for something, uh, you know, uh, from psychiatrists, psychologists, this entire uh, the whole manual. If you ever get a chance, it's a beefy read. Uh, but even if you want to skim it, the DSM is, is I mean, there's just their whole it shifts and changes. And, you know, I'm not I'm even talking about in the early 1900s when, you know, they're locking women in utility closets, uh, you know, for hysteria uh, diagnosed with hysteria. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about in my own lifetime. You know, you've seen this 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 whole practice of psychiatry and psychology change. And, you know, it, it, there's a lot of subjectivity to it. So whatever that's between people who are, you know, your own per- personal prescriber, you would think it should be between the patient, the prescriber. And sometimes people struggle with different doctors. That's why you got to go try to find a doctor. Some people can't fucking get a doctor because they don't have any fucking health care. All these issues, uh, all these barriers, basically, um, for, 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 for no real reason other than the uh, profit and the control. So now this is, these are the, the, the two sides we have tugging at this. These, these federal agencies, the FDA and the DEA. Are, are shifting blame because I want to look at this one article that the, the first article that I just want to look at here is this FDA and DEA. This is now recent. This is August. This is this is a recent article here, August this month. That is saying FDA and DEA call on drug makers to boost manufacturing amid ongoing shortage of prescription stimulants. Now, what's hilarious about this is now they're somehow claiming that, that the, the pharmaceutical companies aren't pushing out the drugs that they make a lot of money on. When, of course, the, 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 the precursor chemicals are set by the DEA. So they limit the amount that can be produced of these drugs. Any controlled substance. They say, here are the precursor chemicals. This is what goes into making these drugs. Uh, that are <laughs> hilariously, essentially making the same drugs as, as the illicit drugs that are out there. In, in the case of Oxycontin and opioids, uh, you're talking about heroin, fentanyl. Uh, and in the case of, uh, of of Adderall, you're talking about uh, methamphetamine. Uh, so again, amphetamines in general. I'm not saying that that, they're, uh, that the chemistry is exactly the same, but I'm saying it's very similar. Uh, and it's so that's just funny in and of itself, as an aside. Uh, but these are these are the ones that that that, that they've that they've uh, the DEA says here's the amount that you can make every year of of these drugs, and there, there's there's a quota. Uh, that they, that they look at, and the idea is to to prevent diversion. That's that's the whole thing. There is a, we 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 don't want these drugs to fall into the wrong hands. They got to be in the right hands of those who are prescribed. Now, the ox the the opioid epidemic. The reason this 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 to me is is tragically the same fucking playbook is that they said they were overprescribed, so then they pulled the rug out from under, and now you've got people who are being uh, labeled legitimate pain patients who are having a problem getting their opioids that they've been prescribed for decades. And that is true. And I, I feel for them tremendously, but where, where I, where I, where I run into a problem with some of the legitimate pain patients and I'm doing these fucking air quotes, like an asshole that you can't even see because I'm just on the mic, but, and it's a douchey thing to do anyway, but forget all of that. I'm saying legitimate pain patients is what the, what they're being labeled as in the media. 
there's no solidarity here at all between the, the legitimate pain patients and others taking Oxycontin. Because the idea being like, well, what the fuck is legitimate? And besides, why, why are we differentiating between physical, say, let's say back pain and emotional distress or, or, or fun time, party time? Like, who gives a goddamn? The point is the medication should just be, I mean, it, these are chemical substances. Let them be available to whoever wants to use them. And people as adults using them. You, you then have the consequences of, of maybe overusing them, whatever that means to you, uh, you know, and, and potentially becoming physically dependent on them or, or psychologically dependent or whatever it is. And then there should be public health interventions available to you to help you through that process. That seems pretty simple, but we've struggled with that uh, forever as a society. Uh, but, you know, that, that, uh, the problem that we have there is that was the narrative with, with, with opioids. And now here we are with the Adderall stimulants. Uh, and other stimulants for uh, prescribed for ADHD. And it's the same kind of thing. People turn to the streets like they did with opioids. And now here we are with a Adderall shortage and a fentanyl surplus. And you got people uh, going to the streets to, to, to get their Adderall because they can't get it, uh, you know, through their doctor and through pharmacies. Because at every stage here, you now have doctors being questioned and you now have ph- uh, pharmacy techs and, and people who are filling these at, at the pharmacies because they just had a huge lawsuit through the opioid epidemic. Uh, it wasn't just Sacklers and Purdue Pharma. It was it was the it was the the uh, you know your CVSs, your your Rite Aids, your Walgreens uh, that that were also have lawsuits in the tens of millions uh, and upwards of billions combined. So you know, there's this idea that they're now forcing pharmacists, and I've seen this. Like I said, I've experienced this firsthand myself through filling at uh, at different pharmacies and i know others have, have had this issue as well there's a stigma attached to just getting your fucking medication for the month so you go in with a prescription which when covid19 started the public health emergency was 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 declared uh and again i'm ping-ponging all over the place so bear with me the beginning of covid there was a big spike in uh in 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 prescriptions for for adhd medication for all sorts of reasons that we can go through. And again, I don't even give a shit to fucking justify them because I don't care what they are. People wanted to use drugs. People are using drugs that let them use drugs is my take. So there's plenty of articles out there. If you want to see like, well, why was it? Was it because, uh, you know, people had to, to work from home? Is it the capitalist death march that, 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 that I previously mentioned? Is it uh, uh, the fact that that stimulants uh, certainly have shown a lot of 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 uh have helped a lot of people with depression and anxiety uh you know they work for all sorts of reasons uh so as as you know the, the pandemic was was closing in around us and and the hysteria and the hype behind it the, the literal death count of of bodies uh, you know on, on your cable news channels everywhere all of the uh, uh it was all politicized it was all uh you know we all know what what happened uh, with the, with the COVID 19 pandemic uh and what continues to uh, as we're now gaslit into it's over, it's not over, whatever. Let's just say the collective mental health of the of the of the, the world, I would say. But as we're just talking here, at least in in, in America, was piss poor at best. Uh, we all kind of felt that, I believe, to varying degrees. So, you know, people having to focus and and get and 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 get work done. Uh, amphetamines are good for that. So, you know, pe- people looking for Adderall now. Of course, all these cottage industries pop up the moment the because uh, normally you have to prescribe uh, controlled substances and, and Adderall is a controlled substance, Schedule 2 controlled substance. So the, 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 the Controlled Substances Act, which is a DEA thing, 
uh, is is you need to uh, you know you need to be prescribed by a doctor in person, uh, and you go and 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 uh, and to the pharmacy and get that prescription filled. Now with uh, technology moving along, uh, my, my my doctor's a, an old school uh, fellow, approaching his nineties. In fact, uh, wonderful doctor, wonderful human being. Matter of fact, but he. Uh, he, he doesn't do things. He, he does no, uh, no, nothing digital. He's all analog. He writes out on, on his prescription pad and always has. And so he's mailed me those uh, prescription pads when, when, uh, you know, when I haven't been uh, in New York, I've been with him, like I said, uh, 12 years. Uh, so that's my situation. But a lot of people's situation now with telehealth is when COVID-19 hit, people couldn't, of course, you couldn't even leave the house uh, for, for a stretch to get places. The doctors were not seeing patients in uh, person in, 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 unless it was a, an emergency context. So telehealth pops up, the federal government, DA, everybody says, okay, well, you know, we, we have this uh, public health emergency that's been declared, which means we're going to loosen all the, the restrictions on telehealth. Now, this, this hit a lot of people, and I won't get into, you know, this could be for another episode, potentially, uh, what that did for uh, people with, with, uh, who are getting their methadone, uh, their suboxone, uh, their buprenorphine. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of other uh, uh, fall, um, there was a bunch of other repercussions from this, this telehealth. Uh, that were that that really helped people tremendously. As a matter of fact, regardless of whether it's a pandemic or not, this was just I mean, this is accessibility we're talking about, which a lot of people have a fucking problem with. And anyone who's been on any uh, um, opioid treatment programs, whether it's methadone, like I said, bup, whatever it is, knows the fucking nightmare of, of hoops you got to jump through to get your uh, to to get care. But aside from that, that's a that's another story as it relates to the to these Adderall prescriptions is that uh, you were able to get a doctor, you know, through a virtual whatever Zoom meeting, whatever the fuck. Uh, and, and, in, and then in some cases, of course, because this law was was somewhat new or the public health emergency wasn't exact on, on how this was going to work. Your cottage industries popped up, of course. It's a for-profit biz, like we like we say. So of course, you see the 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 uh, you know the vampires start to come out to to feast. Again, I, I'm torn on this in the sense that I, I call them vampires because they are, but but it's also just like again, people just you want to have them have their fucking drugs. You know, the only reason the vampires get to exist is because they've kept it under the under wraps, and it, and because it's a for-profit model, uh, in so many ways, but. Regardless of that, the people, a lot of these cottage industries popped up and you get Instagram ads and anybody, you know, maybe you Googled. All you got to do is fucking Google it once. Uh, ADHD or, you know, do I need Adderall or what What the fuck's going on? Is the world on fire? Whatever, whatever it is you Googled, you know, you get ads that pop up then. And so you're on Instagram. People are saying, well, hey, look, all you got to do is here's a minute survey. You take a survey real quick here. Do you, do you have ADHD? Yeah, sure you do. You pop a thing and well, I have a problem doing this. I can't fucking focus as, you know, as, as the, the. The fucking literal world is on fire outside. I'm having a hard time here on my laptop getting these uh, getting these spreadsheets in to my boss, you know, or whatever it is, whatever line of work you're in. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, when people were working from home, uh, except for the essential workers uh, who were left to fucking get sick and die, uh, which is most of the working class, but the professional managerial class, let's just say, wherever you fall on the on the spectrum, people, some people work from home uh, and or whether you didn't work from home, whatever the hell. That's a that's an aside. I'll probably edit that out because that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, or maybe I'll leave it in. Either way, a lot of people who were working from home, we saw you know get these ads and they they so that so they're getting now new prescriptions and these are adults. This is adult uh, uh, um, uh, prescribe. Uh, 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 these are adult. Um, 
these are ad- these are adult diagnosis ADHD. Uh, you know, so 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 now, of course, the shortage of Adderall is is affecting a lot of uh, you know the children uh, who are also on this medication. It's just affecting everybody. Uh, and so people were 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 so so the adult diagnoses of ADHD went up, went way up at, at the start of the pandemic, and. So, 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 so then, you know, they, they see these telehealth operations popping up saying, Hey, we'll, we'll hook you up with a doctor. Now, this was the same thing we saw for anybody who, who, you know, fucked around in some of the States where, where, uh, when cannabis was first medically, uh, you know, cleared California was a big one. I remember I was out in, in LA for a gig and, and, uh. Uh, what was it? Nug, Nug MD, Nug MD. I believe I'm giving a shout out to them. I don't know if they're still an operation or not likely not. Uh, but there was a, there was a thing called Nug MD and I was getting emails from them forever. God damn. I couldn't unsubscribe from that enough time. They just kept coming for me, but I was out in LA once just visiting in California. Uh, and so to get, to get, uh, de- uh, delivered to get a cannabis delivery to my hotel, I had to, uh, uh I went through a, a quick process, which was just a phone call with a doctor, went through this app, Filled out a thing. They sent me. I got a quick call with the doctor. Said, "What's going on?" I said, oh, "I don't know. I need to get high. I'm out here in L.A. I'm feeling anxious, or you know, whatever the hell I said." Uh, I mumbled something, and then next thing I knew, I, I had a, a, they were delivering some cannabis to me uh, through Nug MD. So you know, these these these, these things, these one stop operations. that say we're gonna we're gonna set up the patients with the doctors, and we're gonna clear it legally uh, because this is where the the boundaries of the law are that we're. Falling in between, maybe we'll, you know, someday have to, to speak to this in court. Maybe we won't. Let's pop it up. Let's make a shit ton of money. Let's get put the lawyers on retainer and we'll just, uh, you know, keep keep making money until we're uh, until this maybe becomes an issue. So this is the same thing that happened here where where these these the big ones were uh, uh, cerebral. And uh, what's this other one here? There's a uh, uh, done. I believe it's called. There was there's there were two big ones. Uh, these are online, um, you know, telehealth. Uh, apps or whatever the hell uh not software what am i i'm a thousand years old whatever it's called they're just operations uh one is what's called done and the other one was a, a cerebral i believe and so these there were two of the big ones but there were a bunch of them anyway uh they, they pop up and they say okay uh we're gonna get you, you you know we're gonna we're gonna hook up doctors who who sign up through us with patients who need to be diagnosed. So because of the the public health emergency that was in place from COVID federally, they were able to, you know, state by, it didn't matter state by state. It was all, it was all, you know, state boundaries were, were, were because of the federal emergency were, were erased. And it was basically just like uh, hook up doctors and patients, get them the prescriptions and they can just uh, uh, d- digitally, virtually send them into to pharmacies and they'll fill those scripts uh, and there'll be no physical script. It'll all be, uh, you know, done digitally. So, you know, this went on for a little while. And what initially happened was because the DEA is, you know, of course, a year behind in their in their uh, allotment of the precursor chemicals to make Adderall. So they say, here's this, this and this, the di- you know, the diamphetamine salts, the filler, the whatever, all the stuff that needs to go into the making of a, of a FDA approved uh, generic form of Adderall. Um, or name brand is whatever it is. This is what goes into making Adderall. So you can get this this amount of chemicals every year to make them. Uh, now, of course, the DEA operates however the fuck DEA wants to do. They, they could fucking they could crank up. They they could say, well, there's more available whenever they want. Like they're like, well, our hands are tied by our by ourselves. So sorry, we just we tied our own hands and we we can't untie them now. Uh, so that's just silly to begin with. But that's the whole point is that they were like, well, just because this spiked up in 2020. 
you've got, we can only make so much for 2020. They didn't give more for 2021, 2022, 2023. So they're not really giving uh, uh, any more of the precursor chemicals to make more Adderall for to, to hit the demand. Just basic supply and demand shit here. Uh, so they're not doing that. And they were blaming for a long time. They just wouldn't even speak to it. It's basically just like there's a mysterious shortage. No one knows why. And now on the heels, because there's nothing been said by the federal government at first, there wasn't for a long time. They weren't speaking to this officially. You got pharmacists, individual pharmacists have to make the call after these huge lawsuits that just came in from the opioid epidemic. You're leaving it up to to pharmacists to be like, well, I don't know if this is I mean, this was a telehealth thing. Do we, what do we do? We just cut off all telehealth. Anyone who's been who's been diagnosed with ADHD via telehealth in the last couple of years, we're not filling your prescriptions. We're only filling prescriptions of previous, uh, you know, uh, uh, patients who, who've come to this pharmacy before 2020. Like we're only doing or, or maybe we're doing some people who, who, who've been, you know, but now you, you move, you know, people move. I went from from New York to Pennsylvania to Oregon. And believe me. At least I had a, I had that physical pr- uh, prescription, but I still took a lot of shit. I mean, uh, you know, anybody who's out there who knows, you fucking try to go and fill something at a new pharmacy. Jesus Christ on the cross. It doesn't matter what it is. Any sort of scheduled uh, controlled substance. I mean, Jesus, it, it's, it, is, it is madness. I mean, you're calling people. And these pharmacists, I've thought, again, I've talked to some of them that don't want to go, you know, public here. A couple of, uh, you know, a, 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 very, a family friend, a close family friend works at CVS as, as a pharmacist. I mean, the shit that goes on behind closed doors and the conversations, the emails. I'm not over here trying to be the, the you know, the goddamn uh, WikiLeaks of, of, of Adderall shortage emails here. But I saw some from, from uh, a pharmacist friend at CVS and Jesus Christ, it, you know, it's madness. It's madness what they're asking of people to make snap judgments on, 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 on somebody coming in to get a goddamn prescription filled. I mean, this is nuts. This is this is the, why, the fact that they're even asking them to 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 do this is is, is just silly. It's silly. Uh, it's silly, but it in fact, unfortunately, has dire consequences. Not only for people who just you know can't get the medications at all and are now fucking struggling. Because man, I'll tell you what, you know, as anyone who's who's, who's taking this medication regularly, I, I'm you know I'm firing off into a microphone. I don't even know what the fuck I said thirty seconds ago uh, into this microphone. But I'm just doing a goddamn podcast. I mean, what are the stakes here? Uh, I mean, for, for me, it means a lot. I, you know, I give a, 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 a hell of a lot of shit about this program. And, and I know people who listen regularly also do. And thank you so much. Uh, so I don't mean to downplay that. But I mean, you know, a lot of people have different jobs where, Christ, you know, and, and responsibilities just on a day to day basis that when you pull the rug out from under people with 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 medication, there are fucking disastrous consequences. And, and, and that's irresponsible, immoral. It's, it's, it's heinous. It's a heinous thing to do. Uh, it's a heinous thing to do to have to judge people at every stage and have the stigma of going, well, yeah, I went to this pharmacy to get it filled. I went to that pharmacy to get it filled. I mean, it's, it's brutal. Uh, it's brutal out there. And, 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 you know, so, so that's where we're at with, in terms of the, of, of this shortage. And I also, again, the shortage, it's funny that they, they wouldn't take responsibility for it. The FDA would not say, uh, sorry, excuse the DEA, the FDA or the DEA would not say, or the CIA, none of them, none of them would acknowledge uh, what's really going on here with, with 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 these precursor chemicals and saying and now calling on the on the on the the pharmaceutical companies back? Hey, you better make more. Like this is now this is now almost a year, We're almost a year into this, and we now get the articles coming out where where they're saying the FDA and the DEA are saying, hey, hey, Teva Pharmaceuticals, 
get let's go snap too. why don't you why aren't you making more of this shit seems like people need it it's like get the fuck out of here this is you this is all about you and you're not making a statement to say well you just had had the, had these you know these these uh the pharmacy sued to high hell over the opioid epidemic uh but tragically now to continue the mapping there with the opioids is that you're pushing people out into the street to 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 with 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 a uh, an Adderall shortage and a fentanyl surplus, and that's a fucking dangerous combination. And there's still states that 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 refuse to legalize testing kits uh, for people so that they, they they don't know what the fuck it is they're getting. It is a poison drug supply. Uh, so I mean, what what are we doing here? We're 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 watching. We we we. It's one thing to bang your head against the wall and then take a you know a generation off and do it again, like we saw from you know the the the, the crack epidemic into the opioid epidemic. But now we're like, I mean, we're right here. We're right here against it. I mean, this shit's still happening with the opioid epidemic. We're still, we're still knee deep in all of that. And now, now here we are. And it's the same goddamn playbook. So pretty frustrating to watch firsthand, regardless of my own selfish bullshit. If I can't get my pills, you know, it is rough. The day-to-day stuff is rough without them, especially when you're, you know, you have a regimen that you've, you know, you feel good about, and you, it has worked for you for for years and years, uh, and now that's kind of all thrown into a spiral here. And you're you know you're forced to 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 do what you you can do to fly around to different pharmacies and just deal with that. Deal with the like, hey, I know you you don't have it here. Do you have it here? Does this? Hey, my drug seeking. Yeah, I'm fucking drug seeking. I'm a seeker of drugs. So what? Here's a fucking piece of paper that says I can seek drugs, and I don't even give a shit. I'll wipe my ass with this piece of paper. But I guess that's what we need. And even when you have that, there's no, no guarantee of anything. Huh, and some of the excuses like from these leaked emails. I will be the, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go back on that. I will be the WikiLeaks of the, of the emails coming out of CVS Pharmacy. I will be. Because I got a whistleblower, an anonymous whistleblower that I will never, ever out. Uh, so, yeah, some of the shit they say on there, the excuses you got to give to people when, when they have it in stock. You know, we don't have it. Inside. And even before that, it was, oh, well, we can't, you know, we, we can't fill without, uh, you know, your birth date is written here, but your age is not. My age is not written on the fucking on the the, the prescription. And now I got to go, well, I, I got this mailed from my doctor. Oh, well, your doctor's not in state. Well, you know, that's a and I go, well, actually, no, I looked it up in this state in, in Oregon. You can have outs out of state. It's not that it can't be filled. Filled, but it just you can only be filled within six months. I mean, you know, you want to drive yourself fucking batty. Go through the state by state regulations of of uh, of the dispensing of chemical of uh, controlled substances uh, for for uh, prescriptions. I mean, it, it, it's it, it, it's madness. It's all madness. Anyhow, they don't give a shit about us. We know this. The whole the whole reason that they're relying on this, the whole the whole justification behind this is dog dick. It's just it's just it's just it's it's just slippery, slimy dog dick. That's all it is. The federal regulations saying, well, we want to look out for you where it's a paternal thing. You know, we understand people are there's going to be predatory behavior and we, we need to protect you from that. And when people tell you you need to take a pill, if you might not need to take a pill, maybe you need to take half a pill and not a whole pill. Maybe you need to take no pills. But that's for us to decide, not you. Uh, and, and we'll take care of you and we'll watch out for you. And then on the other side, you get people going, well, hey, look, telehealth here. We got it. We can prescribe you anything at all times. 
But again, let that up to adults to figure that out. Because if you really gave a shit, you know what I mean? If, if the federal agency specifically really gave a shit, you've got over 4 million children. Now, we're just, we're just going to talk about kids here for a second. You got over 4 million kids out there without health care at all. None. No federal, no, no state subsidies, no nothing. Just four, over 4 million kids, no health care. Over a million and a half kids unhoused. Nine million kids with food insecurities. So, you know, if you're fe- if you got federal agencies out there with these uh, billion dollars, p- billion plus dollar budgets, I'm looking at you, DEA. Uh, I'm looking at you, FDA, uh, HUD, every fucking one of them. Just look at their budgets. They're outrageous. They got a ton of fucking our tax dollars flying in and they're out there saying, we're here to take care of you. We're here to watch out for you. Well, we've got millions of children who are going to bed without a roof over their head, with an empty belly, and no fucking medicine available to them. So until you can even uh, pretend to deal with that, we don't want to hear your nonsense about we're here to take care of you. Give me a fucking break with that. I mean, I think we're all hip. That's not a hot take by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, that's just, I think we all are well aware uh, that there's no, (laughs) that's not why they exist. So please, again, all I'm asking here, at the end of this, I don't, has it been four hours or has it been four minutes? You know, this is the problem here. Uh, so until I'm medicated, buckle up, listeners, because I don't know what the hell these episodes are going to be. Uh, anyhow, uh, I think we've reached the end. I think I've solved it. Uh, and really, this is just to open up a dialogue. And I, and I want to once again thank everyone out there who's written in to talk about it. If I missed a beat on something, if there's an article you really want me to talk about specifically, if you want to come on the goddamn program, and I, I'm not kidding, anybody, if you're a pharmacist out there, you want to come on anonymously, look, we'll WikiLeaks this shit. I'll keep you. I got a little modulator here. I got one, one of these buttons on this fucking thing I got here is a module. I can modulate the voice. We can do an interview. We can talk about this. We need to explore this further. This is by no means over. Because there's a lot of weird shit now that the the grace period and the 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 the, the temporary uh, 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 public health emergency uh, uh, stuff from the DEA is over in November. It's going to be up. Uh, so this this whole shit should pardon. Mm. Ooh, that monster's coming back up. Uh, this whole shit show is just beginning. Uh, is the point? So we better buckle up. Um, uh, and I would just like to say uh, to everyone out there. And so, you know, so I would just want to let every just say to anyone out there listening, if you want to start this dialogue, you want to get involved in this discourse, please. Selfmedicatedpod at gmail.com. At Murph Meyer on Instagram, slide into the DMs. 443MKUltra. Or if you want to come on the goddamn program and be a guest, if you have some sort of insight uh, or outsight or any sight at all into this issue, please let me know. Uh, and I'd love to have you on as a guest. Otherwise, I may rant and rave a little bit more about this in the future. But for now, I'm going to have to call it because I am uh, sweating like a hog and I may pass out. It's 101 degrees. We'll see. Uh, uh, Hopefully we temperature dips a bit. Uh, I'll uh, talk to you again soon. Uh, And remember, please, please, please be safe out there. If you can get your hands on any testing strips, links in the description of this episode as to where you can pick up your fentanyl testing strips online. Uh, Next Distro is a, pr- a phenomenal organization. Uh, Dance Safe's another one. I'll put all the links out there. Uh, so please be safe because we do, in fact, have an Adderall shortage and a fentanyl surplus. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been your weekly dose. Hey, America, there's no use of sleeping with your children, with your daughters, with your sons, and with your husband. 
Self-Medicated Weekly Dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the Self-Medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top-shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.